February 23rd, 1456. I'm writing, that's a step, right? Sometimes you just have to make yourself do something that you don't want to do. How long has it been? Years? Ever since the event? March 11th, 1456. It's still difficult. That's it. It's still difficult. Well, nobody said picking myself back up was going to be easy. But here I am doing that. Go me. Hurrah. March 12th, 1456. The dreams return to me again. I'm standing at the edge of a cliff. My eyes bleed with the visions of so many abominations, so as I lose track of where I end and they begin, all things become me and I them, as myself ceases to be and my mind is flooded with experiences, too many to comprehend what they, only what they feel. I can only laugh at how easy it has become to write, yet it feels as if language can only skim the surface of what it actually is. March 14th, 1456. They keep coming, and language is piss poor at capturing them. I've begun to paint, and while I never thought of myself as a painter, it appears they don't require much talent just to capture something so vague in physical representation. March 24th, 1456. I started seeking help for my dreams and found a doctor in the city that seems to have some experience with this sort of ailment. They say there is a drug I can take, something just to cut the edge of it and calm my nerves. April 2nd, 1456. Vlad then Purdue, he said his name was, left me nothing but a sheet with directions to a building in Harrow. I've heard it's a beautiful city, but what will I tell my students? They've already started dwindling with my recent episodes being so unpredictable. April 9th, 1456. Hello there. I wish you could truly listen. Maybe give me some advice. Is this really something worth pursuing? Or am I throwing my life away in pursuit of some lunatic's ramblings and an overactive imagination? April 11th. Absolutely fuck it. If I'm going to be unhappy all the damn time, I might as well go out with a bang, right? Let's do it. We are going to hunt down Vladlin Purdue in Harrow, and I finally am going to get some answers about the legitimacy of these theories. April 12th, 1456. I really did it. 
I put in my notice with the university that I'm officially going on sabbatical. I've already started making arrangements for my trip to Harrow. May 24th, 1456. Oh my gosh. Harrow is absolutely breathtaking. How have I never been before? Alice, you must get out more just to enjoy things, not work all the damn time. May 26th, 1456. I wanted to make sure I wrote one more entry in my journal before they placed my possessions into a holding for the time here at the monastery. August 4th, 1456. How does one sum up all of that? All I can say is that my experience in the monastery has been enlightening, leaving me with only more questions. Well, amenable on the surface. I can only feel like the veil has ushered me back to my previous life for reasons kept all but silent. I think my learnings, however, have given me much to think about. Perhaps the resources at the university may take me further. August 27th, 1456. I've been so wrapped up in my research since I returned to the university that I've entirely forgotten to write. However, my manic fervor has led me to a name, the Forgotten City, Valerian. September 12th, 1456. Of course I would crash. What was I thinking, pushing myself like that? With all this knowledge of the grand mystery, I still feel this vessel an elven body. Even I must eat and sleep. If I cannot take care of myself, I cannot even contemplate being productive in my goals. Back to eating again, I just want to remind myself, for later of course, how wonderful a good sticky roll is. They truly do make life worth living. September 30th, 1456. I finally found it. Valerian, marked in some archaic map with strange coordinates that don't make any sense to me. None of these landmarks are helpful. I must keep digging. October 12th, 1456. This damned eyeball. It keeps showing up in pictures, but it leads me no closer to finding an actual location for Valerian. October 29th, 1456. It seems that the coordinates were actually related to both the position of the moons in conjunction with alignments with various constellations called out in the landmarks on the map. Who or what has kept this place so secret for all these years? 
Once I cracked the code, I started finding more references to the city throughout history. But anything more recent has been eradicated. I make plans to leave the academy and travel to Valerian in the spring, fearing the trip through the mountain pass might prove too difficult until then. March 3rd, 1457 Today I set out for Valerian. As each day drew closer, my dreams have come more vivid. Is it fate, or a result of my anxieties? Perhaps excitement, hope? Nevertheless, I hope that the city holds some answers. What I once revered as some major breakthrough into the truth of all things feels now like such a sliver of knowledge. Infinitesimally small compared to what I expect Valerian to hold. April 4th, 1457. Weeks of travel and I haven't written a thing. Honestly, the trip has been long and boring and absolutely exhausting. But I finally made it. It is Valerian. I will rest at the Yik Yak Inn for the evening before exploring the city. Funny. From the photos, I expected to see this darn amulet in every corner of the city walls. But yet, it seems to be entirely missing. April 5th, 1457 Something strange is happening here. I spend several days, well, at least from a solar perspective, exploring the city in search of answers. Yet only a single day has passed for me. It's as if time just kept skipping ahead each time someone referenced it. April 6th, 1457. Peculiar. It appears that I was close, but not entirely correct in my initial assessment of the anomaly. They are all stuck in a loop, give or take 12 hours of time, and any and all reference to plans made outside that frame of time skip it ahead or the sooner, particularly should those plans take them out of the city. Well, strange. I don't believe it has brought me much closer to why I came here in the first place. The phenomena seem related, but not necessarily connected. April 7th, 1457. For the sake of all things, I never thought this situation would be so difficult. But I have come to the realization that conversations are so incredibly tedious to have for any substantial length of time needed to find anything useful. I will turn my attention towards more static sources of information. 
I cannot stand dragging these helpless folk along through any more of their monotonous loops. April 17th, 1457. The Veil. I knew they were somehow connected. Why would Vlad then keep that from me? What secrets here would he have rather buried? Furthermore, why has Victor Valerian never been mentioned in any of their texts? According to the library here in the city, he was a prominent member, one of the founders, and yet not a single work in the monastery was offered by him. April 18th, 1457. The castle gates are nearly impenetrable. All those gods think about his time. How long until break? How long until lunch? How long until their shifts end? It's like the loop was flashing before my very eyes. I thought about making a run for it, but my senses kept me in check. Watchers know how long I'd be stuck in a cell as the gods flung through time without an ounce of memory for why I was there. April 22nd, 1457. Gladys Coderos. It took me a while to remember where I had heard that name before. I take it that the Time Witch is the reason the monastery was so quiet about this. Vladlin, too. He must be protecting her. How could he not know, given how close the two are? Suspicion aside, it appears her cottage never changed possession. It might be worth a search. April 27, 1457. Oh, thank goodness for this diary. Were I not of sound mind to finally check it, who knows how long I may have spent in that cottage starting from scratch. All the research that I have collected in the city seems lost by my memory the moment I step foot out of the gate. It appears the logistics of searching the cottage and being able to incorporate new findings into my collection of research did pose quite difficult. Luckily, Claris did leave me this amulet. I suspect she may still be pulling the strings after all. April 28th, 1457. Who the heck built that thing? I have been in so many dungeons in my lifetime, and yet none have ever been so absurd and without clear purpose. However, this place may require added vigilance. The spirits are so utterly disturbed, but have given a lot of clarity to the temporal anomaly in the city. June 1st, 1457. Keeping the spirits at bay has turned out to be quite a task. Devoting much of my time with various subduing techniques learned through my travels. It's amazing what power hides in folklore throughout the realms. 
but one must be careful not to take everything at face value. In many cases, these spirits merely needed assistance, yet others necessitating that I pull teaching from my cleric friends. June 8th. 1457. I finally made my way to the library today, as venturing can be particularly difficult, as I discover truly how many trapped souls are in this place. Luckily, the vast majority are tied closely to the place of death and the throne room is more or less safe with the exception of several low-level demons that have trickled in since my initial clearing. June 9th, 1457. The library has been a major breakthrough in my search. There are countless accounts of the Vale and some sort of schism event that happened with the onset of fringe ideologies. It's no wonder what the monastery would keep this a secret. Whatever happened here appears to be doing of a group called Final Judgment, who garnered some favor with reputable members of the Vale including Lord Valerian himself. June 24, 1457. Vladlan, it's all a lie. I wish I could tell you that and you'd listen, that you'd understand why I must do what I am about to do, why I am following the path that I am and why the things that come to pass have little or no meaning or impact on the grand scheme. It's all for the greater ascension. June 25th, 1457. 